Looking for a reliable transportation specialist to handle your freight needs? Count on us, Sylvan Trucking. Based in Columbus, Ohio, we provide shipping solutions with a fleet of 35 power units and 100 trailers. If you need a dedicated solution for your key accounts, Sylvan Trucking has you covered. As part of LCG Transportation Solutions, we're uniquely positioned to be your single-source transportation supplier. Visit sylvantrucking.com today or call 614-272-8163. Sylvan Trucking, your partner in transportation. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Sequoia Blue, back in here again. This is the podcast where we talk about anything and everything that motivates the soul spirit. And today we have a special guest, Beate Chalette. She is the growth architect. She's about that life. So can you uh, go on ahead and start with that journey of like, how did you get started into your consulting business? Yeah, so I come original from Germany. I immigrated a very, 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 very long time ago. And I have picked Los Angeles as my chosen place. And I've been here ever since. I started out as a photographer and then stayed in the creative arts for a large number of years in my career. Built up a stock photography syndication after I was a photographer, a photo editor, a photo representative, a still photography producer and eventually a stock photography syndication that I exited in a multi-million dollar deal when I sold the business to Bill Gates. And then mm-hmm. afterward, I wanted to take all the shortcuts and the things that I've learned on what not to do and what to do and really share it with especially creative people and visionaries, people that are maybe a little bit less conforming or don't fit the mold and help them land planes. Mm, that makes sense because it's all about the branding and how to be authentic to you, how to become authority in your lane. And that's what you teach, right? With the growth architect, right? Yeah. So we have a number of different pieces. Uh, when you look at business building and or personal brand building, there is a particular cadence to things. So people always say, well, just be you and every because everybody else is taken. But what does that mean? I mean, how do you, how do you, how do you suddenly stand in the middle of the room and say, "This is who I am," unapologetically, when the school tells you to be a particular way, and if you behave a certain way, you get an A. If you don't, you get an F. If you stay with inside the box, you get an A. If you don't, you get an F. Uh, if you speak up, you get you know, disruptive. If you speak only when called, you get an A. So we are raised in this particular way of conforming to a particular status quo. And then you go out in the real world, Sequoia, and somebody says, well, tell me everything about you. Tell me what makes you different. You go like, "Uh, dude, nobody asked me that ever before. And Mm -hmm. I don't think there's an easy, easy answer to that. And if I knew, I would tell you, but I can not, cannot Mm -hmm. tell you. That's true. And and that's when you get to the point where you figure out which social media is for you. How are you going to present yourself to be comfortable in a way to be able to get the audience that you're looking for? Right. That's probably like lands into that. Yes, yes, yes. So there's a couple of things. Um, we we look at ourselves as what we perceive, what we've been told. And then we have wishes and desires and aspirations. But it's not exactly like anybody ever says, well, if you could be anything, what would you, what would you want to be? 
or they say it, but then they expect you, you know, cute little you for Halloween, be a firefighter, a doctor, a lawyer type of thing. But if somebody says, well, I want to be an internet marketer or run <laughs> or run and run a social media consulting firm. Well, that's already when it gets a little bit tricky. As soon as it's outside of this particular way, we are being already challenged or not so much encouraged to go anything other than what people people's understanding and perception of success really is. And so mm-hmm. the the piece that I help people with is to figure out what is it that you're really good at? Why are you the right person for this? What is unique about you? What's your super skill? How do we tell that to other people without you sounding like you're bragging? And mm-hmm. how do we make a business around it? And that's what I help people with. Wow. And is it like, do you do like um, blueprints and click funnels and to get people to feel like, you know, I guess you're talking to them, drawing them in, you know? We are, we're not a digital marketing agency. We are okay. we're really business consultants. So we make the plan. We we are not the ones. Uh, I, I mean, if I would have to do funnels, uh, that would be the worst. <laughs> um, I just don't like that part that much, but. Yeah. What I do like is the piece where we really go into the personal branding and the marketing and the actual strategy for what is this plan? Who are you? And then mapping all of these pieces out. And then we pull in. So I'm the one who designs the overall strategy and helps them with the overall systems. And from there on, I'll help them with uh, finding people that then can execute these particular small pieces. Wow, that's that's amazing. That's actually good because a lot of people do need that direction. Like, okay, how do I put this together? I got this idea, but what do I do? And for ladies that are single mothers, like you, your story is pretty interesting because you was a single mom out here trying to do a business. And I meet a lot of people that are trying to be entrepreneurs and they're like, man, I got a kid. If I just wait till my kid grow up or do this and that. Like, what's your advice to someone with children that want to become a business owner? Uh, there really is no no reason why you cannot do it i mean you're just gonna have to be prepared if you are if you're married in a relationship it's probably going to be a little bit easier if you're the versus you being a single mom and if you're a single mother you have to recognize that there is a that there is a compromise you're going to have to make because your child's going to be the most important thing and then you are going to have to figure out how to make a living And so all these personal things, the going out, the having fun, the relationship, unfortunately, often takes a second place or third place just because you don't have the time. If you have Mm -hmm. to be somewhere at five o'clock to pick up your kid, you have to be somewhere at five o'clock and pick up your kid. And then you cannot go out at nine o'clock at night and party until two o'clock in the morning if you Mm -hmm. have to be back out at seven uh, or six thirty, and you certainly can't have a hangover. You, I mean, it, you you mean mm-hmm. business. You're gonna have to start to get very disciplined, very focused, and very, very clear about where you're gonna go. But but people always think that they don't want to compromise. They don't mm-hmm. want to make yeah. something an action over another action, and that's what bites them in the butt because then yep. they do everything half half hearted. And then they, mm-hmm. then they are upset that they have to make sacrifices, and then they mm-hmm. fall back and they'll never pursue their dreams. So my advice is, yeah. you can, but you just got to be very clear that there is a consequence 
and that you'll have to take the decisive actions and you cannot sit there and feel sorry for yourself because it's a decision that you made for the greater good and you have to believe that and follow that path. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I think that if you really want something, you're just going to find a way to do it. Organization, even to my ADHD people, just finding a way really. to do it. Because if you really want it, you're going to fight through that ADHD. <laughs> well, I mean, ADHD, um, a friend of mine, Jeff Hayes, wrote a book called The Entrepreneurial Brain. Mm -hmm. And he literally just published this book very recently. And he says in the book that the research shows that the entrepreneurial brain is very comparable to someone with ADHD or somebody mm -hmm. who's bipolar or a criminal. And why is that? Because those are people that don't accept status quo or rules that normal people will accept and follow. That is the good making of an entrepreneur. So instead of feeling bad about your ADHD, you're just going to have to learn how to channel that into this entrepreneurial energy because you're going to get a hell of a lot more done than other people if you learn how to control it. Oh, I like that you said that because, you know, me being an ADHD person, I have my hands in different things. And it's not that I tried. It just happened, you know, and then I'm interested. And I'm also a curious person on top of that. So it's like that curiosity can help people grow as well as the ADHD. I think that's important. And I think people shouldn't feel so bad about it because it's such a big topic on it. So yeah, I, I, I mean, I think there's a good chance that I have ADHD, but, um, <laughs> you know, it wouldn't even occur to me to get tested because I, I know that my brain is always going and that I'm very easily distracted, but I have learned to, you know, to do focus time. And I have learned to, to take these things of when I'm in 10,000 different things to channel that into, into what's most important and then get really obsessive about something. That's all, that's really a good quality. So the, the judgment, I think is the issue to be honest with you, Sequoia. I mean, if somebody says, uh, what does it mean? It really means nothing. Like, you know, what do you mean? True. What does it mean? It means nothing. It just means that that's the way you are. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think some people are just wired differently because, and I just why I tell people two things can be true at the same time. If you have a regular job and you're trying to build your business on the side, it doesn't mean that your business is not important, you know, because you have a job. I think that's just your investor. Your, your job is just holding you down until you get it to where you want to go. And I just, I just tire of these rules, you know, it, you know, telling people, yeah, you got, if you're at work, you just at work. If you, you know, it's okay to build, you know, um, that business and have your, your job. And then I want to talk about like, during this time we have inflation, we have, you know, uh, they said a recession's coming or whatever. Like you, what do you, what advice do you give to somebody that's like starting a business right now and feel like, oh, you know. What it is the right time? What should I do? You know, I have a very simple counter question to that. If everybody, if all your competitors are stopping to advertise and promote themselves, what do you think you should do? Mm, you should do it. The best time. It's the best time. <laughs> it's the best time. You know, so because... if, if, if everybody else is complaining about how bad it is and nobody does anything, you need to make twice as many calls. Mm. because they are not making the calls because they're having an excuse. They laid off their salesperson preemptively or they are scaling down or they're preserving their cash or, or they do whatever. They're not out there pursuing business. You need to be because business is, I mean, last time I went into the Apple store, it was packed. 
you'd think they give that stuff away. Somebody's mm. buying this stuff. Somebody's making money. Yeah, that's true. That's what that's what I tell people. Like, and that's the thing. You're out of the box thinker, you know, because a lot of people they follow other people. They follow the trends when it comes to real estate and stuff like that. It's like just try, just do it, you know, and learn the game, you know, like because I'm sure at your program you're teaching people like what what they need to do from step one to Z to be able to get to where they want to be so they can have that confidence. And that's important. So what strategies do you recommend and which ones are the best for business? Yeah. So the first thing that we need to talk about is what is a strategy. And I think that's a lot mm -hmm. of times misunderstood. And the, in the simplest way to understand it, it's like, we know one thing, and that is where you are here today, right? We know where you are. Mm -hmm. That's undisputed. You are in your chair, in your home or office. We are on a podcast together right now. That's where you are. That's the starting point. We talk about the next, where do you want to go? So now you would say, well, I want a podcast that's whatever, a top-ranked podcast with X amount of downloads. Now, with those two pieces that we have, we can reverse engineer the strategy on how to get there because there's mm -hmm. numbers and data and things that we can figure out. So if you have to do X amount of promotion to get X amount of more listeners, then you know how much promotion you need to do to get to that to that part. Or if that doesn't work, then what other things would you need to do to drive up your your listener score? And that's what strategy really is. The strategy is the actual plan, an implementable plan. How long was Neil Armstrong actually on the moon? When did Europe start speaking English? Did Marco Polo really go to China? Curiosity Stream is the streaming service for all things history, plus science, wildlife, and more. What's the real story behind the Mona Lisa? We've got that. What caused the collapse of Rome? We know. Where did we find mankind's earliest ancestor? Come find out. For the holidays, get the gift of curiosity with 25% off gift cards for your curious cohorts. It's holiday shopping season at curiositystream.com slash gift. Now, for a business, generally speaking, you want to have one overall strategy, right? That's the growth strategy. That's the strategy and how we're going to get there. And within that strategy are other smaller strategies or other, sometimes people call them tactics. I don't really care what you call them, but you're going to have to have some sort of a lead 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 attraction, conversion, mm -hmm. sales strategy, or tactic, whatever that might be in place, because each one of these pieces, you need to drive your business forward. So that is what makes it important to have a one overall strategy. And then within that, we built the systems and the other pieces that are required to achieve that goal. Mm, I like that strategy is so important. Like what, who and why, what we're going to do you know, because a lot of times people are just, you know, that's why business fails, not because it's it's whimsical. It's just because things happen. You know, nobody's coming up with a plan, you know. And, oh, this is a good question. How much does mindset play into being successful? Uh, mindset is really, uh, mindset's really everything. Mindset is about your ability to overcome your own limitations and your own confirmation bias. And you probably know a lot about bias and what you are up mm -hmm. against. And mm -hmm. I know what a woman is up against. I know what a woman over 50 is up against and what the bias mm -hmm. is. 
So you need to always check on whether or not you are consciously or subconsciously falling into the trap of believing what other people are talking about, that a woman over 50, you know, kind of has lost her value or mm-hmm. that you have to be young and cute or you have to be white or you have to be mm-hmm. Asian to be smart or look into all things, these these types of crazy things. Mindset is for you to look at this and say, that's BS. I'm just completely mm-hmm. calling BS. I know people that are older like Barbara Corcoran, right? She's killing it right now. Mm-hmm. And she somehow managed to get into Shark Tank and then look at her now. And yeah. I know, I know, you know, I I know other women that have, have done amazing things. We look at Oprah. Don't tell me a woman of color cannot uh cannot get to a particular place. So these mm-hmm. models already exist right now but a lot of times people just fall into that trap where they allow a bad mindset to creep in and then use it as an excuse to not achieve so the mindset mindset is mm-hmm. your ability to to be fully in charge of the path that you want to go oh man i love that i love that you know because we can all tell ourselves a story and a story isn't even real but, you know, and, and feelings are fleeting, you know, like I, one of my mentors to say, stay out your feelings. I think sometimes, you know, you can say, hey, this happened, but I'm not going to let this define me. And it took me a long time to get there. But that definitely it starts with the mindset before money, before anything, when it comes to business, relationships, anything, because if you don't start with that. If you don't have that together. It ain't going to work. Um, if you have one message that you wanted everybody to know, what would that be? Fail faster. Mm. I agree on that one because if you don't go out there and, and do it and try it, then you ain't going to know what to do. Cause you know, you, so many people had so many business businesses and then they finally get there. I think it was the guy that created Netflix. He, nobody believed in him at first. He felt took him 10 years or something to get to get Netflix where it needs to be. So. Oh, look at, I mean, like, Jeff Bezos, we used to laugh about him and, and, and he was bleeding and bleeding, 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 bleeding cash. And you needed more and more and more money. Look, look how successful he is today. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Cause I, his story was one of the most inspiring stories and he's a, he's taking over everything. He's taking over the world. <laughs> yes. It's amazing. So what books would you recommend to like my audience that they can get inspired or just learn about, you know, business? Uh, so the book that I like is The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. And The Compound Effect says that if you do small actions every single day, they amount to larger, larger pieces. The mm-hmm. uh, second book I like is The Challenger Sale by um, two authors, which helps you really to get your head around sales strategies. Um, I think you need to read... Um, Think and Grow Rich. Mm, that's important. Because that's, that's a good book. Because that is that is the Bible for mindset. And that's where I would start these these three books. That'll help you to get, you know, your an understanding of sales, an understanding of action taking, and an understanding of mindset. I love it. And do you think that it takes some people to have like a stoic mindset to get to be an entrepreneur like this? Like, like stand out your feelings type vibe where you're just going into that discipline mode. Because, you know, it, it's a big topic now about, about stoicism. And I started researching it. And I'm and I started I started working on it myself. I'm kind of ebb and flow with it. But it does work when it when I do it. Do you do you 
agree with the whole stoicism phenomenon? I really haven't heard about that, but I I know what the word stoic means and the the word stoic in the way I know it. And correct me if this is uh, not correct or not. We used to call inflexible people stoic people that you know mm. go on a particular way to do things and they stoically just continue to do something is that what this is well yeah and i think and now they like but they change stuff around times you know everything's made up but like also the the part where like when you get i guess get stuck on that mindset you're not like letting other stuff get to you as far as like oh this person didn't didn't say didn't treat me right or this person ignored me because just just focus on the end result it's almost like that. Okay. Oh, okay. Person, so I see. Okay. So they're yeah. taking it out of that context and they're, yeah. they're giving it a makeover to make it not sound so bad. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. You know, I mean, if this is another word for focus, by all means, yeah, if, that word, if that word interests you, I am not sure I, I find the word stoic in itself so appealing, but that's my yeah. personal opinion. I would say that. You do have to have a certain flexibility. Do you have to have a thick skin? That's what we used to call it. That mm -hmm. if somebody comes at you where you shrug it off and uh, you don't let things get to you. I mean, there's a larger things. There are larger things at play here for you. And that is your success. So if you want to be easily derailed, you can do that. But I don't think that that's appropriate. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, whatever like whatever way you want to use it, stoic or focus, it's like just being able to say, okay, I'm not gonna let this get to me. So you don't have to ruin your mood because you know, being at a calm disposition to me helps you focus on business and strategizing. And how does the five star success blueprint help someone grow and scale their business? So the five star success blueprint I designed to help people that want to build a business to be able to follow this a particular uh, a particular path. So the five star success blueprint has five stars in it or five steps in it. And the first one is for you to look at the actual idea. What is it that you're doing? Why are you doing it? What makes this necessary right now? Who is your client and what problems do they having? Once you have that, you go down to the next star and that's the offer. Then and only then are you designing the offer that solves the problem for that person that you just identified. Then and only then do you go to the third star. That's the system. We only build system once we know what it is that we're doing and who we are serving. Then the fourth one is then and only then will you hire people that operate the system because then you know who you need because then we know what the offer is that solves the problem for our client. And then and only then are we going to look into you as a leader because then we determine who do you need to be to lead a team that manages the system, that handles the offer, that solves the problem for the clients. Mm, okay, that's, that's very action-oriented. I like that. That's a good strategy. And before we go, I always ask people, what's a saying or quote that you go by? There are a million ways to be successful and you only need to find one, your own. Ooh, I love it. That's right. You got to find your own tea because, you know, there's so many people on YouTube watching these overnight, seemingly overnight success people. And I was one of them. You know, I used to jump on the bandwagon and be like, OK, I'm, I'm going to do what he just did or she just did. And then it just didn't work out that way. I didn't know marketing. I didn't have the right mindset. It was just so many different factors. And some of them is just 
I don't want to say luck because I don't really believe in luck, but it just right time, right place for them or whatever. Or maybe they knew how to speak to people well to get people to listen to them without paying for ads. But some people, you know, you have to pay for ads. There's certain things you have to do. You have to have a strategy. You have to have a blueprint. And boy, oh boy, you know, now the entrepreneur having that, you know, strategy has changed my life. And I think it can change everybody's life. So that's why it's really important to um, work with mentors if you don't know like you you're you're like somebody that somebody can sign up with and say okay teach me this that's important um, yeah you you do need to, yeah. um in order to be successful it's not that you cannot figure this out on your own there's plenty of information out there you can completely yeah. pick, figure this out on your own the question is why like mm. like if you were to wanting to learn how to read is it easier for you to teach have somebody teach you how to read is it mm -hmm. easier for you to learn another language using like a Duolingo or something? Or is it easier yeah. for you to just get a dictionary, a Spanish dictionary and start studying the Spanish dictionary? What's easier for you? The information on how to speak Spanish is already out there. All the words are out there. You just need to find them or you're going to hire somebody mm -hmm. to teach you. So that's that's a decision everybody has to make for themselves. It's time or money. And time is money. Money. Ooh. It's money you could be making. It's time you could be using to make sales. I totally agree. Like, I mean, I'm not a level where I can't, I'm not a level where I can hire a team yet, but it's important if anybody can do freelance or get some freelance workers or somebody to help you, you know, because solopreneur is cool. But if you can just get some people in between to help you out, if it has to be a freelance person, so be it. 100%. Yes. Yes. So what um, courses or anything do you have out where you can tell my guests that want to support you and, follow you. I'm going to add your website to my show notes. Yeah. But. So we are, we are uh, doing a challenge regularly called passion, uh, passion to profits. You find it passion to profits online. And we are, I developed something called a profit formula where I show people exactly the steps, uh, how to calculate what your experience is worth in money, how much money you can make with what mm. you know in this market. And uh, we have a program that we just launched called Turn Your Talent Into a Business. That is mm. a program that runs over 12 weeks and helps people to really take the idea, flesh out the idea, and then take the idea all the way to the implementation and start start that business. So in, in 12 weeks, which is three months, you could be, you could be having a business. Wow, I love it. Yeah, that's y'all. Y'all hear it now, so you have to go and join. You know, if you need help, this is the time. Don't wait. Start your business. Do it now. Now is the right time, and believe in yourself, and don't let any biases or anything hold you back. So yeah, and just go to uncoverysession.com and uh, mention this show, mm -hmm. and we'll uh, treat you to a fifteen-minute complimentary uncovery session with our business growth advisor, and then. Uh, they'll be able to tell you exactly what it is that you need and will help you to figure out what your very best next step is. Happy to help. Yay. See, look, there's always help out there. If you look for it, you know, the universe always provides, I would say, because like thinking go rich says, you know, your mindset is everything. Like what you're thinking about is what happens. What, and it really do like, you know, if you think negative is going to keep happening, you think positive is going to, if positive is going to happen, you're still going to have some road bumps, but you're going to see more positive is going to outweigh it because the, the ebb and flow is going to be more of a flow. So hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. But yeah, I want to thank you for coming on here and blessing my show with your expertise. I'm so excited. 
and um, I will be following and everybody check her out if you need that support and stay positive out there. And thanks for listening, subscribe and support and be blessed and be safe out there, y'all. Peace. Ladies and gents, jazz up your New Year's Eve with the renowned Jeff Hamilton Organ Trio. Swing in the New Year at the Lincoln Theater with an unforgettable evening of soulful Hammond B3 organ sounds by Akiko, Saruga, and dynamic guitar work by Steve Kolbachek, led by renowned drummer Jeff Hamilton. This trio is a powerhouse of talent that will get you moving and grooving into 2024 with style. Join us December 29th at the Lincoln Theater. Visit jazzartsgroup.org for tickets and information.